0: Welcome to another edition of the Golden Host Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, the instant reaction episode was my 500 episode. Um, I appreciate um, people that have supported me over years um by listening to this podcast um, when I first started trying to do this um, it was never a thing where I wanted to be famous or make money it was just a a uh just a hobby or outlet just to just to have something to do more or less you know Florida state football I'm passionate about and You know, that's it. Now, I've got a little bit of uh, of a following, you know, nothing I would deem significant um, in terms of the numbers, very significant in terms of the people who subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever platform. I really do appreciate it. Um, So thank you again. Um, I'll keep doing this as long as I can. Um, There's no monetary motivation. There's no famous motivation. It's just a fan just like you that enjoys watching this team win games. That's, That's pretty much it. So with that being said, we can talk about Syracuse. Uh well before I do that somehow some way my and this is neither here nor there I just wanted to say it Somehow some way the the service I use to distribute my podcast has miscounted my episodes So they're saying that my last episode was 499 no it's 500 So if somehow we can fix that I know that they review podcasts to make sure there's no copyright infringement so if y'all could please review that and correct those numbers i would greatly appreciate it um so syracuse week and i mean it's the same story with syracuse man the last couple years they start out they start out really hot and they fade they start losing and each Of those times, Florida State has been lucky to catch them when they've started losing. We didn't really catch them within the winning streak. But again, this is another week where you deal with a very mobile quarterback, a big quarterback. And um, you did a pretty good job of containing the Virginia Tech quarterback last week. But that game was closer than it should have been. I mean, we were up 22-0, Virginia Tech scored 17 unanswered points. That's, to me, that's coaching. That's that's not keeping your team locked in, okay? And, you know, that's going to come back to bite you if you don't fix it. I, I, think, I think we have enough talent on this roster to get to the playoff. I'm not going to say win the playoff. Um, I think we definitely have enough talent to win the ACC. But it's just a question of, you know, can we do what we're supposed to do? It really doesn't matter to me what other teams do. If Florida State goes out and play Florida State football, offense, defense, special teams, I don't think there's anyone in the ACC that can beat us. And I'm going to just flat out say that. Because, I mean, we, we've seen what this team is capable of when, when they're just like, okay, we ready to fight. We're, we're ready to do whatever it takes to win this game. I mean, we've seen it in the LSU game. Um, that's really the only time we've seen it this year. Um, you know, I'm not going to count Southern Miss because they're not even on Florida State's level. Maybe they were a couple years ago, but not now. So I'm not even going to count that game. Um, I think um, that LSU game where they just said, okay, we're going to take over and dominate this game. And I think you've seen it a little bit in the Virginia Tech game, okay? We, We have to run the football. This team is is damn near unbeatable when we run the football with Benson. Um, so that 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 has to happen. Um, like I said, Marquise and Douglas to me is your best lead blocker, and the fact that you're not using him in that role, I don't understand it. I mean, I've seen him out there a couple times, but the guy's what six, eight. Two eighty. Like who who's gonna get in front of him and try to take him on? So and then I like number eighty four too. Um he's a good receiving tight end. He looks very athletic. I guess that's why he's pretty much getting the start over Douglas. But Douglas, I mean, I mean, he's just got some of the softest hands on this team in terms of catching the football. I mean, he he's a proven commodity in terms of catching the football. So I just don't understand why he's not being utilized more. Um, I mean, the receivers are the receivers. I mean, they're playing great. Um, Johnny Wilson got injured. I hope he's okay. Um, I've been following it on the Internet. Um, He sent out a social media post saying he was good. So hopefully he's going to play this week. Um, but, I mean, we have a number of wide outs that can step in. And, you know, I would like to just see more of those guys. Hakeem Williams, Deuce Spann, uh Williamson, Portier. I, I want to see more of those guys. I just think last year we were more multiple in terms of the receivers that we used. Even Destin Hill. Destin Hill got some action in the Virginia Tech game. He's a playmaker. He He's destined to be... No pun intended. He's destined to be a great receiver at the school. Um, And like I said, my favorite player on the team right now is Rodney Hill. Okay? That's my favorite player on the team right now. Uh, I just love his running style. He reminds me me of Roger Craig back in the day for my boys, the San Francisco 49ers, with his running style, the way he – the way he runs with the high knees that's who he reminds me of, so I think he's got a tremendous future um I love that uh you know i the end game adjustments is still not there yet they this the end game adjustments has has to be faster offense defense special teams they have to be faster. You won this game because you're more talented. You didn't win because um you out-coached Virginia Tech. You you won this game based on talent. If 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 the talent was equal, I think Virginia Tech could have almost won this game. So we we have to get to a point where and I I mean, I'm I'm with getting in guys face. Okay? When 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 Norvell screamed at Du Span last season, I loved it. I loved it. We need more of that. You know, he Norvell is. I think he has the potential to be a great coach, but sometimes he just comes off as passive because some of these things that happens in these games happens over and over and over again throughout the game. So, you know, for me. I, I I just need I just need a little bit more fire from this guy, right? And I'm on Nor I'm on the Norvell train, dog. I am. Um, originally I was not, but he has won me over. So I want this guy to be successful. He he's proven to be a fantastic recruiter, a fantastic offensive mind. It's just that getting your team to stay focused for 60 minutes um, and making the in-game adjustments faster would go a long way for me you know, just saying Hands down, we the best team in the country. Um, so that's that's in this Syracuse game, that's what I want to see. I think we have better talent. I think we're better coached, and we should win this thing going away. But I just think with the lapse and focus, it's going to be a closer game. I think it's going to be uh, 31-17, something like that but you to me you have to get this running game going that 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 creates a environment on the football field where everyone benefits the defense the special teams when you can get that running game going and chew up the clock it really 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 helps this whole football team uh you know, go out and dominate. The running game has to be the focal point of the offense. I know you got those big physical receivers, Wilson and Coleman, but, you know, I I just think a lot of the success that we've had in the last uh, 15, 16 games is because of the running game. And the addition of Trey Benson, um, physical running back, breaks tackles, um, very fast. And we just need, we, he, he needs to touch the ball 15 to 20 times a game, just running between the tackles. Um, that, that has to be the starting point for the offense, um, Syracuse is a very um, interesting team. You know, they run that three-wide receiver deal on offense. You got a very mobile quarterback in Schrader. And, you know, they can present problems for us. You know, I'm not just going to sit here and say this is going to be a slam dunk win, man. I I think ultimately we win the game, but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, we've had some issues with mobile quarterbacks, you know. So, we, I don't know, I'm not an expert. I can obviously sit here and say spying, but that takes, you know, one man out of coverage. So, you could potentially have somebody wide open. Um, Obviously, the next solution is to say, hey, your pass rush has got to dominate. Your defensive line has to dominate. I mean, that's easier said than done. Um, you know, drones got loose last week against uh, against Florida State, the defense. And um, I'm pretty sure Syracuse is looking at that film and they're saying, okay, we feel like our quarterback is a little bit more athletic than this guy you know, we can do some more stuff, so, um, just all around, offense, defense, special teams, the adjustments to what teams have decided to do against Florida State have not, have not been fast enough, you know, I I just, maybe I'm just wrong about how I view the game, I just feel like if you're a um, professional coach, even at, I th- I feel like if you're a coach at the collegiate level, you're a professional. You should be able to diagnose those things very quickly and make adjustments. That's, that's how I feel. I don't think it should take a whole first half to diagnose and adjust. Okay? I, I you know, I'll just say, for example, uh, Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers head coach, my favorite team, one of my favorite teams. Um, he, I think he's a master at adjustments. You know, if the defense is doing something, you know, um, out of the ordinary, extravagant, whatever, he will the very i would i would say within that same drive he'll make the adjustments whatever it is and i would like for florida state to be able to do the same thing now i know you we're talking about two different coaches with two different levels of experience in terms of coaching but both of these guys Norvell and Shanahan are play callers so when you when you take on that mantle you you got to be able to make the adjustments um and I think Norvell is a is a great play caller in certain spots you know Shanahan can be a great play caller the whole game. Now, in big games, that's when I have issues with Shanahan. Um, But Norvell is a pretty good play caller if the game is going well. You know, if if it's not Florida State out in front or in great situations, then you kind of see you know, the uh, the not so great play calling. Um, like I just I know we played some pretty good defenses the first four games, but there there's no reason that Trey Benson's numbers should have should have been the way that they've been. Now I will say in the LSU game when they put. Uh, Bell in the backfield And they was running that action Where he was the lead blocker That was an adjustment That I liked And I haven't Seen that formation since So You know if you try to run The single back stuff and it's not working You know you got Some pretty big guys At tight end That can be lead blockers that can help Open up the running game I feel like that's what you have to go to if you're trying to, um, you know, dominate. And that's, we don't just want to win, we want to dominate. And history has shown over the last 15, 16 games that when we get this running game going, we're pretty hard to beat. When our defense is well-rested, we're pretty hard to beat. Um, So, I like that recipe and it's, it's a recipe that we have to continue. You know, if we, if we, you know, when, and if we get to these championship games, ACC college football, playoff national championship, if we get there, I'm telling you to run a game is going to have to be a integral part of what we're trying to do. Um, You know, as much as I like those big-time receivers, those big receivers, I mean, you know, some defenses are going to challenge you. They're going to they're gonna put 8-9 in the box. And, you know, that that's what they did in the Clemson game. They just basically said, hey, Trey Benson's not going to beat us. But I think you still have to run the football. I still think that you have to go – hey, let's put Marquise and Douglas in the backfield and let's run uh, dive play, off-tackle play, you know, uh, you know, right up the middle, out to, you know what I'm saying, left, right, whatever. You know, you have to run those plays. So I just think that, uh, you know, we have to get – We have to get to a point where the running game is the the, the main focus. Um, Defensively, for Florida State, you know, the defensive line has to dominate. In particular, the defensive tackles. I expected more from Lovett and Fisk. I really did. I really do. Farmer, Fisk. Love it. Um, All them guys. Um, Patrick Payton has flashed in spots. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just like he did last season, I just need more consistency from him. Because I'll just go out. I think from a talent perspective in terms of pass rushing – I think he's the best on the team. I think Jared Verse is just more physical. Um he he's more complete at the moment, but I think as Patrick Payton matures into that body and adds more bulk and gets stronger, I, I think he's gonna be the better pass rusher. I think his his upside is a little bit bigger, but Jared Verse is a great player. Jared Verse is uh, by far the better player, but I think Patrick Payton has a bigger upside because, you know, he I've seen him do things that Verse can't do. But he has to get in the weight room. He has to put on more weight. I would love to see him get up to 265. You know, six five, two sixty-five. And with his with his pass rushing moves and I I think he could be one of the best to ever do it at Florida State. That's just how I feel about him. But we just need more consistency. Um but the defensive line to me has to dominate. Um the linebackers have played really well. DeLoach. Um Tatum Bethune has played really well. Secondary needs improvement. Um, special teams have been okay. Um Syracuse runs at three three five, you know, which if you're and, and to me this this defense is the perfect defense to run against. It's the perfect defense because three down linemen against Trey Benson and that offensive line, Trey Benson should at least have a hundred yards for this game. Minimum, he he should be able to run through these guys with that type of defense because they're not like a dominating defense. Um, so I mean, it sets up well. I mean. Three three five is usually good for pass defense. Um, just like any defense, if you have the personnel, you can dominate. Um, no disrespect to Syracuse. I don't think they're going to dominate. I think they've got some, some good players on their team. But I just don't feel like those guys are going to be more physical than, than us. If we come out and play our game, you know if we come out and play our game i don't i don't think that they're going to be able to stop us on the ground and um that's what we have to do we have to get back to playing our game you know which what which is what had us have the success that we had last season and when i say we i'm saying florida state obviously i don't play for the team or anything like that but you know i'm a fan and i include myself in this stuff you know but obviously i'm speaking from a fan perspective i think sometimes people get that confused i know i'm a fan i know i'm a just a average joe nothing special um uh jordan travis to me has played Very well, Um, certain situations when he is pressured or flustered, he will make bad decisions. And I've said this before, throwing the ball out of bounds or just taking a sack is not a bad play. A punt is not a bad play. Every possession, every play does not have to be a big play. Sometimes a smart play is the best play. And, you know, Norvell has said it several times, take what the defense gives you. I agree with that to a certain extent. Um, Obviously, if you're trying to win the game, you're going to try to manufacture a big play. Um, I think where we get in trouble is when Jordan Travis tries to force a big play. So if we can somehow some way stay away from that, I think we're going to be fine in this game and later on down the road. I know some experts have said that this schedule sets up pretty easy. I don't buy into that. I think all these games are going to be hard going down the stretch. I think Florida state can win all their games. Um but we have to play our game and we have to be locked in. Um the Miami game against Georgia Tech, I mean, I could come on here and make a thousand jokes about it, but, you know, I, I don't. The coach just made a bad decision. I mean, they had the game won. So, you know, and part of me is upset that they lost that game because I wanted them when listen and, and some people may not subscribe to this. When Miami, when the Miami Hurricanes and the Florida Gators are doing good, that helps Florida State. That believe it or not, that helps Florida State. So um I was disappointed cuz I wanted them to be undefeated when they played Florida State. So we could beat them and ruin their season. We didn't want Georgia Tech to ruin their season. And um it's every year with Miami, it's they'll start out hot and then they'll have a game like the Georgia Tech game. And then their season is just down the tubes. They'll go on a three, four game losing streak. And they got North Carolina coming up. So I know it's weird that I said I want Miami and Florida to do well, but only until they play us. I want them to have the best season until they play us. And then we beat them, and then that lifts our ranking and our status up so we can, you know, pursue bigger and better things. So, and then after that, I don't care what they do. I'm actually wanting them to lose their bowl game if they go to a bowl game or, you know, have no success after that. Only up until they play us. But how I say it helps Florida State is because you don't want Florida is rich in football talent. You don't want that talent going to Clemson or Ohio State or definitely Alabama. They've had a pipeline of Florida for the last 10, 12 years. So. If, and Georgia, okay, so if you can keep that talent at home, I would rather face Miami and Florida than you know have those other programs benefit from because if if i it's kind of contagious if if some of those guys are staying home, then more of them are gonna stay home if more of them are leaving, then more of them are gonna leave, and it's just you know, it's just weird how that works with uh high school guys. But you know, if we can keep more of the talent in, in at those schools, I think it would definitely benefit us. Um so again, I have Florida State thirty one seventeen. Um I wanna see Trey Benson get at least fifteen to twenty touches running between the tackles. Um Jordan Travis, I really don't care about passing stats. Just make good decisions, and we should win this game. So that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all pa- podcast. Excuse me. It's available on all podcast platforms. Uh, again, the 500 episode. I appreciate everyone that uh, supported that. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Um, you know, it's a it's a tremendous feeling, you know, when just one person takes time out of their life to listen to me talk about Florida State football. So um, thank you again for all the support. Um, I do this for fun, not to be famous, not to be rich. So, again, I really do appreciate it. And as always, go Noles.